This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. I have with me again uh, Dr. Andy Nazario. He retired with the rank of captain on the Army Reserves. He also retired from New Mexico Sheriff's Department in Albuquerque, where he served for 30 years, again with the rank of captain. He retired as an assistant professor of criminal justice at Eastern New Mexico University in 2017. Andy, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. Uh, we've in, I would say, uh, extremely dangerous times, and and I'm not sure how much of America really realizes what is actually going on or how serious it is, but uh, they're trying to topple the United States of America, and America reminds me of Rome, where the people were not engaged as uh, Caesar took over the republic, destroyed the republic, formed a dictatorship, Godlike powers persecuted innocent people, persecuted the uh, Christians. And uh, now we are so wrapped up, the American church, in college football, professional football, professional basketball, uh, entertainment, uh, movies, theaters, vacations. Uh, we don't seem to know what's going on. You look at the Facebook, everybody's having fun. They're bragging. Nobody is speaking the truth. Nobody is sounding the alarm. Nobody seems to care. They don't seem to know how to be an ambassador. All they seem to know is uh, they've adapted the American philosophy of uh, happiness, of joy, of self-pleasure. Uh, we're in serious trouble, Andy. Yes, and in your <laughs> new newsletter, which uh, comes out came out January 3rd, on your webpage, <clears throat> it's uh, from Eagles Saving Nations, Part 1. And we're going to be getting into this a lot more detail from now on, starting next week, this Eagles uh, Saving Nations. But I want to read, uh, quote you on this. It says, the Bible is very clear that in the last days perilous times will come, 2 Timothy 3.1. For men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God, 2 Timothy 3.2-4. Jesus asked the question, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Luke 8, 8, 18, 8. Today, like never before in the history of the United States of America, as well as every nation, Jesus Christ is being maligned, ridiculed, and made obsolete. And I'll add to that that we need to become a righteous nation. 
if we don't go back to being a righteous nation, obeying the laws and word of God, then we will continue in this spiral down to uh, communism and, and Marxism that's taking place in this country. <clears throat> Today, June, January 6th, uh, President Joe Biden, as reported in Newsmax, said, stated one year ago today, in this sacred place, democracy was attacked. On Fox News report today, one year after the January 6, 2021, Vice President Kamala Harris stated that the date we live on in, in this country's memory, Lincoln is going to be to Pearl Harbor attack and the 9-11 attacks. Chuck Schumer also stated to Fox, in the Fox report that they want to use the January 6th remembrance to make push for federal voting rights bill. Of course, they were all wrong on what they're talking about. And all this is is to further the communist Marxist agenda in this country. It is the De Democratic Party that has been attacking democracy and it has been for over 100 years. The Democrats are the party of slavery in the South, the Civil War, Jim Crow, the Great Depression, the New Deal, the IRS, Social Security, abortion, taking God out of government. They want to uh, have, have voting in the hands of the feds and instead of the states. That's what his Federal Voting Rights Act is, taking away individual rights. They want God out of your life. We need to become a righteous nation than that. I'll be covering in this in a lot more detail in the Eagle Saving Nations that we start next week on, going into a lot of detail on. And when they take God out of our lives, then the void is filled with evil. Satan moves in and takes control of all aspects of non-government and government. For example, the Black Lives Matter defund the police movement. On their webpage, they push for disarmament, demilitarization, and technology to replace police. And as you know, Dr. Hanson, you being in SWAT and in law enforcement yourself, you know that technology plays a big role in how law enforcement works. And yeah. the SWAT, the, the militarization is just, uh, and you might, you might tell the listeners a little bit about what it was like to be in SWAT and the equipment and training you had and what SWAT was really being used for, if you don't mind. Well, again, special weapons and tactics was used to protect the innocent. When, when a person is barricaded, it was uh, used for the most dangerous situations. SWAT team was called in because people were barricaded or uh, airplane hijacking again, uh, usually involved with hostages. And so you have people barricaded and instead of a normal uh, people trying to go in, without enough training to try to stay alive once uh, they're barricading and waiting for people to come so they can uh, ambush them. But uh, with hostages involved, when they call in SWAT, then they have a negotiator and a negotiating team. They start negotiating. Uh, they have an assault team. They have a sniper team. And uh, if all negotiations have failed, I liken that unto... Uh, the, ch uh, the grace of God on the church when negotiations or when the grace of God ends and the spirit leaves the body, if we haven't hearkened uh, to the spirit of God, the voice of God and repented, uh, then we are uh, removed from the presence of God for eternity. 
Well, with SWAT, if negotiations fail and uh, they start killing hostages, then uh, the sniper hears green light and they take that person out. Uh, because if they don't, hostages are continually killed. So negotiations or grace has, has run its course, it's failed, and now uh, they have to terminate the problem. They, they kill uh, the, the person that has taken the hostages. So SWAT is uh, a lot of training, a lot of technology, uh, radios, etc. Um, but it's used as a, a last resort if they have to use force, but it's to protect the innocent. It's uh, so innocent people aren't uh, killed, aren't executed systematically. Children, mothers, wives. And so that's the reason for SWAT, Andy. Yes, and the reason why the, they use military-type equipment is because most departments aren't funded enough, and I'm talking more about the funding and defunding of police, that they don't have enough money to really go out and purchase this. So a lot of their equipment is uh, military surplus that they get at a, at a, either given to them or a substantially lower cost than what it would through the regular market. But going back to the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter says that if they did away with the police, that it would be safer for blacks. If many communities were with this movement and reduced and defunded police departments that it would be safer for them. Uh, these are communist ideas. And Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis in his book, Give Me Liberty, Not Marxism, in 2001, or 21, I mean, 2021, page 66, he states, further nothing about the Democratic Party's 2020 platform was Americana. It was right out of the playbook of Vladimir Lenin who in 1917 also proposed the dissolution of police six months before the 1917 communist revolution in Russia. Economically, the plan was to bring America to her knees thanks to COVID and the whole violent campaign that removed many of the historic statues was an old Stalinist tactic to erase history. So this has been a planned movement and the Democrats are, are a big part of this plan to, to take over this country, to destroy God from the country and to make it into a socialist Marxist country where the government knows better than the parents on how to raise their children, that the government <clears throat> knows better than the individual on who they should vote for or how they should spend their money or how they should live. And they're taking advantage of opportunities <clears throat> that uh, are created through uh, this COVID outbreak, through any any riots or protests. The January 6th, I'd be really interested to hear uh, Attorney Pigeon's reflections on, on what January 6th is like today and how these people have been incarcerated, not going through the, the due process that's afforded to them by the Constitution and still being in jail without having had their uh, day in court, so to speak. But the Results of defunded police can be seen in the <clears throat> CNN politics website in an article by Chris Seliza on November 5th. It says even Democrats are now admitting defund the police was a massive mistake. <clears throat> it goes on on Tuesday, a proposal to defund, restructure the Minneapolis Police Department in the wake of the George Floyd 2020 uh, was soundly defeated 
a setback that even many Democrats acknowledge could be laid at the feet of the defund the police movement that some within the party embraced last summer. <clears throat> it says, I think allowing this moniker to fund the police to ever get out uh, was not a good thing, said Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison, a Democrat, to the Washington Post. He says that a remarkable turnaround from how politicians in and out of Minnesota acted in the immediate aftermath of Floyd's death and in the summer nationwide protests that followed, nine members of the Minnesota Council appeared at an event in June 2020 in which they pledged that they would work to dismantle the police force. And they soon <clears throat> did that on the stage that featured a large cutout letters of defund the police. So the, this movement was more of a planned Black Lives Matter, which is a arm of the socialist Marxist uh, George Soros supported, has been pushing for this uh, basic destruction of our criminal justice system and how our systems work. The, <clears throat> it says even the Trump, this is back to the, the article, even the Trump Republicans were working to make defund the police a national issue. Joe Biden had made it clear that he did not favor defunding in the wake of the uh, Minnesota politicians and their vote and what how the public was reacting to it. It went on uh, just moments after leading an effort that would have defunded the police department city council members at Tuesday's work session pushed Chief Med, uh, Medaria Arredondo to tell them how the department in responding to the violence that was taking place, the number of reported violent crimes like assaults, robberies, homicide, or up compared to 2019, according to MPD crime data. More people have been killed in the city in the first nine months of 2020 than were slain in all of last year. Property crime like burglaries and auto thefts are up, also up, indicating that arsons <clears throat> have increased 55% over the total. So what they did was by allowing these criminals to protest, to start, and in some cases they won't even arrest you for shoplifting when they go in with this uh, flash mob type uh, attack on stores and just run in and steal a bunch of stuff and take it out, and then they sell it on, on online then if you're not prosecuting them, if you're not punishing people for what they're doing wrong, then you're going to have chaos. And, so, and that's what we're going at there. <clears throat> it affects the uh, law enforcement officers themselves. From the National Law Enforcement Memorial Fund website in 2021, there were 458 officers die in the line of duty, up 55% from 2020. Uh, that's 295. People die when defunding the police. The Washington Post reported on June 14, 2021, was the most violent year. And it goes on in the Washington Post, by almost every measure, 2021 has already been a terrible year for gun violence. Many fear it will get worse. Last weekend alone, more than 120 people died in shootings, according to the Gun Violence Archive, with the with three especially dangerous incidences in Austin, Chicago, Savannah, Georgia, leaving two dead and at least 30 injured. Through the first five months of 2021, gunfire killed more than 8,100 people in the United States. 
about 54 lives lost per day, according to the Washington Post analyst. Data from the Gun Violence Archive, a nonprofit research organization, that's 14 more deaths per day than the average toll during the same period in the previous six years. So it's no wonder that, that police officers are being affected, the community is being affected, everyone is not exempt from this uh, defunding and taking money and, and downsizing law enforcement, trying to make them a, a uh, more socialist type. What it is, I believe, is they're trying to federalize police departments. They're looking for the opportunity to go in and say, okay, the cities can no longer uh, supply their own law enforcement. The uh, counties can't do it with the sheriff's department. The states can't do it with the state police. So we're going to federalize law enforcement and make it the federal government's role. And that's what our constitution and our founders did not want. They wanted to keep the power of government in the hands of the individuals. And if you take away the individual's rights, then from the individual, then you become a Marxist socialist nation, just like in communist China or Russia, communist Russia or Venezuela, Cuba. These countries that are uh, North Korea, these countries that are run by basically dictators, as you were saying, Dr. Hansen, that uh, the uh, Roman Empire fell and that Nazi Germany took over, then individual rights go out the window. So it's not just the police officers that are being affected by all this today. Uh, the military is also suffering from all the different rules and regulations. Our military readiness is low. Uh, policies such as the vaccine mandates, transgenderism, homosexuality, and the lack of qualified individuals to serve uh, is making a, a great manpower shortage. The number of qualified troops to fight on the front line is low. And this is a disadvantage to our country if we go into combat. From the National Defense on December 13, 2021, the report states, a new report has grim message. The Pentagon's force structure will likely prove inadequate, barring a boost in defense spending or a major change in national security strategy. Force structure includes the number, size, and structure of military units. President Joe Biden requested $715 billion for the Pentagon in fiscal year 2022, a 1.6% budget increase that is below the rate of inflation. If that no growth pattern continues in uh, coming years, force structure will shrink rapidly according to the recent report by the Center for Strategic and International Studies, the U.S. Military Forces and FYI fiscal year 2022. The budget and strategy overview, Biden's physical blueprint also calls for a slight decrease in the active duty and strength <clears throat> from 1,351,000 personnel in 2021 to 1,346,422. So he's actually downsizing the force. The article goes on to say the Trump administration's plan for moderate growth in force structure has likely been shelved, uh, said CSIS analyst Mark Kankeen, uh, the author of the study. As of press time, the Biden administration has yet to release its new national defense strategy. However, based on the interim national security strategy guidelines released earlier this year, 
It is likely to be a major reduction in the military's role in missions, according to Kantian. The Pentagon faces several long-term challenges, he said, including the need to meet demands for crisis response, allied engagement, gray zone competitions, and ongoing regional conflicts while simultaneously modernizing for great power and competition investing in investments in modernization could require trade-offs in force structure. He noted the open opening of the gap between resources and strategy as budgets are flat reduced and strategic remains unchanged, increased as military capabilities may not be able to back foreign policy commitments. He said, for strategic and budgetary reasons, force structure is staring into the abyss. He added, these resources are unlikely to be adequate for the expansive national security strategy that the Biden administration has laid out several years of flat budget will erode U.S. capabilities. A less ambitious strate- strategy could accommodate the erosion, but the Biden administration's commitment to global engagement may drive a continuing high level of military deployment. Now, However, some. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio program, and you understand that the situation is grave in the United States of America today. On my website for World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, this is on my Facebook. My Facebook, World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Only the church can save America, but the problem is the church is more interested in their vacations, college and professional sports, Christians today don't even know what it means to be an ambassador of Jesus Christ. That's on my Facebook, World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. It's also on my website, on Thoughts for the Day. And you need to check out my website every day, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, because this is on a thoughts of the day. Every day I put up a thought. Uh, yesterday, what you could do if you looked at the thoughts for the day yesterday, it says, do you realize we're experiencing Germany all over again where the dysfunctional church did nothing to stop Hitler and Nazis from continually taking away their rights and freedoms until 6 million Jews and 11 million Christians died. Again, you could have Seen that on World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, my Facebook, or on www.worldministries.org, my website, under Thoughts for the Day. It says Dr. Hansen's Thought of the Day. Again, the one day prior, it read, America being toppled by communist leaders. The church is so pathetic, dysfunctional, they cannot identify what is happening, or too ignorant and cowardly to do their God-given responsibility in being salt. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, help. I'll read it again. America being toppled by communist leaders. The church is so pathetic, dysfunctional, they cannot identify what is happening or too ignorant and cowardly to do their God-given responsibility in being salt. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, help. 
And what that means is Dietrich Bonhoeffer in Germany did something about it as a clergyman. He got actively engaged in the resistance. And uh, do we know our God-given responsibility as, pa- as pastors, as ambassadors? We're supposed to resist evil. We're not supposed to go along with tyranny. The Bible says in Romans 13 that every government is higher, under a higher authority. And uh, if the government is representing God, his values and beliefs, we submit when they violate God's values and uh, beliefs, we disobey that authority. There's a higher authority. In other words, we can't support abortion. We can't support alternate lifestyles. We don't support the toppling of the United States of America. So church, Eagle Saving Nations, is going to kick open. Eagles Saving Nations. We're going to kick it open next week. But if you want to be a member of that, you can write to me. Warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Once again, warning at worldministries.org. Say, I want to be a member of Eagle Saving Nations and we'll send the forms to you. Look at my website every day, www.worldministries.org. And also my Facebook at World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Special guest, Dr. Andy Nazario. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back now and listen as we need to do what we can to help me get this gospel out. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.